You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. everybody this is positive anger yep bam boom any of the other noises i haven't done enough air horn on this thing i think it's um literally one of my favorite noises uh it's a ridiculous thing but it's a it's a good time this is positive anger number 10 this is the last one i count and then everything past this um you know, you gotta keep count. Please keep count. Every time you turn it on, go, this is what number? 11. Um, okay, much like two weeks ago, I am alone in a room talking to myself. Uh, no John John, no John Dirty, no John Tired, no man sitting on my left, no doctor, daddy. Guy's not here. Because I am, again, outside of New York City. I am, uh, as they say, on the road. Um, I'm in Halifax, Nova Scotia, my hometown, doing uh, the Halifax Comedy Festival, which uh, we have. I mean, people don't even know where Nova Scotia is. They think it's Narnia. They have to go through a goddamn wardrobe to get here, but uh, you don't. It's just a flight. Um, So this is where I am, the place that I grew up. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I haven't really, uh, like I said, it's me me sitting in a room talking to myself. I'll probably, I mean, this is where I'm from. So there's many things I could say about this place. If you don't know any, if you don't know where Halifax, Nova Scotia is, first of all, it's in Canada. If you didn't even know that, Jesus Christ, that that, that, that upsets me. Um, Look it up. It's a, you know, it's a nice place. We got ships. We got uh, we got docks. We got uh, uh, this this hotel. I'm staying in staying in a hotel. The 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 blinds broke and they won't they won't fix them. Um, told two different people. I think if I it, it, the fact that I'm a comedian, they're just like whatever. The fuck this guy. I'm fixing his goddamn blinds. He's a piece of garbage. He tells jokes to people. If I was uh, I don't know if I ran a, a gas company, they'd be like, well we'll get right on that. Mr. McIntosh will fix the whole, will knock the whole wall down and put up, what do you need? Do you want an aquarium in there? But being a comedian, they just go, oh, your blind's broken, huh? Yeah, we'll fix that. And then they probably pick up a phone that's not even plugged in. Oh, hey, maintenance, if you could just blah, 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 blah. Um, so, you know what? I think in this, I'll talk a little bit about growing up here, that kind of thing. Like, I used to drink um like a like a maniac here um talk about that talk about that um a little bit um before that uh this week uh people people are going crazy i believe there's there's way i mean i'm sure this has been said a billion times there's there's too many there's too many sensitive people walking the earth i don't know why we feel this is the way things should be people upset by every just everything 
There's somebody upset by... I mean, not, not that everybody's upset by everything, but there are people that are upset with everything. Do you know what I mean? You you might let it pass. Oh, look at that guy uh, not wearing a helmet. But somebody else would be like, Dad, you gotta wear a helmet. Put a helmet on. There's nothing that can really happen now that somebody's not going to be upset about, man. You're talking to people who are just like on eggshells about everything. Everything might... You, you, you say somebody's black and they're like... <gasps> No, yeah, right. They're not. They're just what? Did what? You can't even say that. Jesus, people, man, fucking soft ass people. A uh, couple examples of that over the last little while. Uh, Saturday Night Live takes a lot of heat for just being a show, for being, for doing what it does. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Keenan Thompson. Uh, played, I can't remember, that guy, his, his nickname is Big Poppy, can't remember his actual name, uh, I don't watch baseball too much, anyways, Keenan Thompson played a, uh, uh, Latino character on Saturday Night Live, and a lot of people got upset, because first of all, they said the accent and everything, and the, and what he was talking about was racist, and also, why doesn't Saturday Night Live have any Latino People on it, they are clearly racist for not having Latino people to play Latino people. There's, um, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I feel that there was a point in time when I was growing up where people wouldn't have said that. People would have just been, oh, there's a sketch show. Somebody's playing a character. Whoops. That's, that's what just happened. What I don't understand is like, if people want Latino people on... Saturday Night Live, do they only, I mean, say Saturday Night Live hired a Latino person, and then they played that Latino character, would they, would, would people be happy about that? I think then people would be like, why can't the Latino person play other people other than Latinos? Saturday Night Live is racist. They're making them only play Latinos. You know, I feel that would be an argument. Um, uh, also... Avril Lavigne, Canadian hero, put out a song, Hello Kitty, and apparently it's racist. You know, it might be easier to figure out what's not racist. I'm right now, that was a bag of pretzels, looking at the cover, it says sticks, pretzel sticks. I don't, I don't think this is racist. Pretzel sticks. I can't remember the person I bought it from, which probably makes me a racist. I don't know if they were white, black, Asian. It could have been Avril Lavigne. I might have bought these pretzels from Avril Lavigne. Uh, either way, everything's racist. Everything's racist. She, her Hello Kitty video is her uh, in Japan. A lot of Japanese stuff going on. There's Japanese dancers in the back, and people are saying it's completely racist. Um, this woman has a monstrous following in in uh in asia remember that girlfriend song hey hey you you i don't like your girlfriend that was a huge hit in asia so the, the now she does a, a video hello kitty with asian people in the video not good enough can't do it not allowed racist race everything everything is racist good god this, just reading an article about it, you know, 
Um, Avril Lavigne says it's not racist. I'm sure people, um, um, I'm sure Asian people who are going to listen to this are going to say it's not racist. So can you not, if you're a white person, are you, you just don't talk about other cultures at all? If you mention, if you mention something about any other culture, you're racist. Pretend they don't exist. And if you're going to do a song called Hello Kitty, you better goddamn well be Asian, you son of a bitch. Son of a bitch, we will kill you. So she says it's not racist, but then, you know, get the, I, I think the best thing um, that these, you know, technology did, our phones that are so fast and so amazing, I think the best thing they ever did was allow us the free time to figure out how every single thing around us is racist. Before that, before we had these phones and shit, we were trying to figure out how to get these phones. 90s, I mean, how can I, how can I just send a message to somebody? How can, I, how can I check the internet, which didn't exist, on my fucking hand? Now that we have all that, we're like, God, man, there's got to be something to do. I'm bored. I got everything. Right here, everything. I can check. I can, oh, there's a tweet. Oh, look at that. I'm on Facebook now. Oh, look at me. I just figured out what the fucking score of the Yankees game was. Well, that's it. Nothing else to do. I guess I'll just sit here and be like, look at that guy. Eating a hot dog. He's doing it pretty weird. That's racist. This dude over here, what are you doing? Like, we just, just have time to be offended now. That seems what it is. All of the Steve Jobs made a lot of free time for everybody to be offended. I wonder if that was part of the plan while making the, these phones and shit. All right, everybody. We're going to make it so much easier for everybody to fucking cry about every goddamn thing that comes their way. Uh, is that a commercial with a mother? Why does a mother have to be in the kitchen? Who fucking knows? Why does everything have to be cried about? Does anybody have... Nobody has time to not cry? Just sitting around waiting to fucking cry. That's, I don't know. The way I kind of see it anyway. Crying. Oh, God, look at this. Who put this broccoli together? Uh, kind of shaped like a swastika. Swastika broccoli. Broccoli swastika. Who did this racism? Take a picture, put it up. I'm just offended at everything. This man just ordered pizza. But he said, Zah, that's got to be offensive somewhere. He's folding it. I'm upset. Um, seems every fucking week somebody's complaining about that. Oh, it's too... So anyways, yeah, I don't know. Avril Lavigne now is a racist. I guess, but I guess that means... You know what's funny, too, is that once, once you... If you do something that the public deems racist, you were always a racist in the public's eye, you know? There's no, like, oh, they did one racist thing. It's, I knew it. They were always a complete twisted freak, part of the clan. I always knew. You can't just have one isolated incident. You are a you were a closet racist who was always a superpower. I knew Avril Lavigne was a racist. Remember Complicated? Yeah, I broke it down. Watch the video again and superimpose a white sheet over her head. Boom. Boom. What'd I tell you? Always been a racist. Um, I think, you know, in my own eyes anyway, 
the more people kind of cry about every single thing that comes out, the less the less any of it matters. Do you know what I mean? We're we're, we're taking away our own ability to to have an opinion on things. If you have if you if you if you're gonna say every single thing is offensive, then eventually nothing is offensive, and and nobody nobody's gonna care when you actually do when something is offensive. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know who I'm asking. You can't talk back. I'm alone in a room. Um, in this article. Avalvine's 29. Jesus. 28. Oh, God. They'd fix her fucking blind, I'll tell you that. She was staying at this hotel. Avril, of course. You're, you're, it's already been... It was fixed last week. The whole floor is yours. Hey, uh, my name's Nathan McTosh. Uh, the fucking blind just shattered when I tried to bring it down. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm on the ghost phone. Calling nobody. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Please fix this. Fuck him. He's an idiot. That's, uh, that's my impression of the hotel. Talking to me. Um, there's probably going to be some singing in this. You know, the one thing about John John is when I'm, I'm, when I'm sitting next to Dr. Daddy, he keeps me from randomly singing about nothing, which, which upsets me because I should be able to sing in front of John John. Um, anyways, you know, and you know, the, the best part is too, if you don't think you're a racist, you're probably a racist. Not be, saying, oh God, just everything, everything, crying about everything. Fucking Twitter uh revolutions hashtag shut down avril or whatever the fuck somebody probably put up what does everybody want we're just supposed to walk around all having the exact same thoughts and feelings and nothing is ever going to be nothing is ever going to offend us or hurt us what the who the fuck is above being offended who which one of you which one of you out there what are you the queen queen gets offended she should fuck her royal family all of them if you walk around, you believe you're above being offended. I mean, I don't know. There are some things on this planet that are going to offend you because there are a lot of people. <clears throat> Hopefully, though, you're not offended when some uh, pop star wears a fucking cupcake skirt. Hopefully, that's not the one you're offended about. But I mean, who knows? You got a phone, right? Everything's all figured out. You know how to get from point A to point B. Hey, where's the mall? Boop, right there on my phone. Pow! I don't even think about it. So now I can drive staring at other people. Oh, what is that? A t-shirt that says I'm with stupid? Your friend's not stupid. Stop it. Stop. Stop. See? Things like that. Um, well, staple here. Positive anger. John John or no John John. Jazz rant. Coming up. This one, I mean, might be a little bit short. I'll see what happens. See how I feel in this music. Uh, th- th- this is a. I've been talking to people about this a lot in the last little while. This, this. I'm gonna be talking about organic food here. Okay. I don't. It's not that I don't believe organic food. It's just. It's weird to me that you have to pay more for food that doesn't have poison in it. Is that strange to anybody? If you want an apple that was not. Full, that's not full of car- uh, uh, cancer-causing agents. Two bucks more. But yo, if you want, you want that poison, we'll give this to you for nothing. Take these strawberries. Just get them the fuck out of here. Is poison... It just, it's just what, it's just free? How? How is it more 
Shouldn't it be more to get food that was covered in poison? Poison's got to cost somebody something. But I get it. They're like, we didn't fly over this and dump a bunch of bug killers on top of this food. So because of that, you got to pay more. Or I guess because it doesn't last as long. But real human food that somebody should eat costs more than food that is pumped full of poison. Poison will give you cancer. Cheaper. See what I'm saying? And I also don't really believe it in a weird way. You see a lot of these companies, it's like sitting right beside each other. We got strawberries here in organic. 35 cents. It'll, it's going to completely eat your liver. This one strawberry is going to blow your heart right out of your chest. Right beside that, we got these other strawberries. And these mothers are the health ones. Personally, I think these are both coming from the exact same places. And I think they just label them different. Same strawberries. Look at this one over here. Organic. More. This one over here. Not organic. Less. Same person in my eyes is making that money. And how could they... I mean, they could just do that. Every once in a while you see a study where, like, company food companies will just put on the side of a uh, carton or something, hey, this has 9% calcium. And then they actually go break it down in some kind of, in a test. Oh no, 0.9%. They can just say whatever the fuck they want. Don't believe any of this shit. The only thing you can really do is just grow your own food. If you grow your own food, to me, you're one of the most gangster people on the planet. You're staying away from all this kind of shit. Love that there's, you, you can't have drugs on the street either. You know what I mean? Weed? Fuck you, you're going away. But if you're a company that just wants to pump food full of drugs, if you sell weed or cocaine or heroin or whatever, if you can figure out a way to also make, I don't know, cookies or fucking pasta or fruit or whatever the hell, and you somehow funnel your heroin, your black tar heroin into this food and get that out, the, gu- the, the world will let you do it. Drugs and food? Well, that's fucking allowed. What are you talking about? It's food. Pump this shit full of garbage. But if you're just on the street selling drugs, look out. I know it's different drugs, but still. It's amazing to me that the... So you pump it full of anything. Whatever. What's that gonna do? Murder babies? Just make it a reasonable price, alright, bro? Put it in the back with a flashy little box around it. Organic... I, I just don't, I don't... I don't know. Organic food's coming from a grocery store anyway. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think it's from the same fucking places as the other goddamn disgusting, horrible cancer food. Drugs and food is weird to me, too, because, like, you can't... You know, there's no... Every once in a while, I see a drug commercial for weed or something like that, and it shows a, it shows a drug dealer on the street, and a kid will walk by who looks like he has all his homework done, and the drug dealer's like, Oh, kid, what up? Yo, I got that H. And the kid's like, No! I'm a good kid, I'm gonna get A's. And then the drug dealer, I don't know, turns into mist or a dragon comes out of the earth and eats him and that's supposed to be like, look out, say no to drugs. There are no fucking drug dealers just standing on the street trying to sell to kids. I knew a lot of drug dealers growing up. They didn't even like the customers that they had. They were always fucking pissed that their phone was ringing like, God, I gotta go out again? Standing on the street being like, hey kid. Now, you know what's... 
com- uh, food though does market directly to kids. You have a commercial with a hot dog swinging in a, a swing set, playing dinkies with a kid, driving a Ferrari. Hot dog pumped full of drugs, but that's okay because they got a little song attached to it. I'm a hot dog. You're a kid. Put me in your mouth. Close your mouth lid. I'm a hot dog. Uh, uh, two ninety-nine. I'm a hot dog. Bum, 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 bum. Kid eats that. Two hundred eighty pounds at fucking six. But weed, get that away. Ah. Anyways, yeah, I was just looking at the, the grocery store the other day. Strawberries on strawberries, they're all the same fucking thing. I don't believe it. I don't believe- I don't believe organic exists. And it's weird to me that organic's even a thing. Just in terms of, like, this is food that was not touched by the government or, 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 you know, some kind of weird repellent is not on it. This is or- it's weird that food that wasn't covered in shit has a name. Isn't it just called food? The other shit should have names. Cancer berries. Or fucking bug-killing apples. And the other stuff's just food. This is the food, guys. The stuff that's not gonna kill you. Eat this. But organic. And we're all, oh my god, organic. They didn't put their grubby little shit hands in it. Ooh. Should just be called food. Alright, well. This is me talking to myself. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna come back here. I'm in my hometown right now. Making me want to talk about growing up here. So that's what I'm gonna do. Yep, alright. That was the, um... You know, you heard the jazz rant. That was the thing. Uh, organic food. Uh, probably say a whole lot of other things about it, but, uh... I mean, you can only jazz rant for so long before people start going, Jesus Christ, you're ruining... You're ruining jazz, sir. Sir? Sir. Please, sir. You're ruining jazz. Um... So, like I said, I'm sitting here alone in, uh... A hotel room in the city that I grew up in. Um... Which made me want to talk about that. And, uh... <clears throat> I mean, most people I talk to know know that I, I grew up without a dad. Um... This is where I cry for the next 35 minutes. Not true. Um, it's just part of my life, part of my story, part of my whole deal, part of growing up here. Um, it's interesting to me. You know, every once in a while, somebody will come to me and say that uh, that I, I, I turned out pretty well uh, not having a dad, which is an interesting comment. I kind of get what they're saying because if you watch any episode of say like lock up lock up raw russia's toughest prisons america's toughest there's a lot of dudes in there who never had dads um there seems to be two uh spectrums it seems to be people without dads go and do stuff or people without dads go and do stuff and end up in a bad place um I guess you don't mean a lot of, um, say, middle? I don't know if that makes any sense. <clears throat> like, oh, yeah, I didn't have a dad, and, um, I don't know, I work at a gas station. I don't know if that's middle. I don't know what the hell that even meant. But, anyways, I get that comment a lot. 
um, that you turned out pretty well, which it's a weird. That's a weird thing to hear, because um, it just kind of makes you think. I guess you know that there's you not having a dad was that the wrong thing. Um, it's the worst in some people's eyes, which uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I mean, growing up without a dad, I mean, it's just a thing. It happened. I mean, the 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 dude, the man. Man was not there, so for my life, it's not, um, I don't think about it, you know, there's some people that say he grew up with their dad, and then he left at some point, or a uh, divorce, or whatever, um, I don't know, that seems sort of harder to me than never having that person, you know, um, yeah, but still, I get that comment, you grew up pretty well, as if I'm supposed to be biting people, shiving them. But I always, every time I watch a documentary, though, about, say, prison, which I love, I absolutely love documentaries about prison, I'm horrified to go to prison, but watching a documentary about it, man, it's interesting as hell. Go to prison? Jesus. I, I've said a million times that if I, say, I don't know, I'm driving around one night, and I accidentally hit somebody and killed them. If I went to court and I had a lawyer, I was like, all right, man, you're looking at eight years. But I can knock this down to two. I'd be like, dude, bump that way up to the death penalty. Go the other way with it. Don't knock it down. Knock it up. Because I do not want to spend any time, no time, in prison. There's no, there's nothing, nothing for me in a prison. I can't bring anything. Jokes? Ramblings about organic food? I don't think anybody in there wants to hear it. But I do, it's interesting... When I uh, when I watch those things and hear somebody talk about how they didn't have a dad and they're like, you know, I felt this way growing up and and I needed this and all that stuff. It's interesting because for whatever reason, like I knew a lot of people. Here's here's the thing about Halifax, growing up here, none of my friends had dads, and that's true. They nobody like they pretty much dads just weren't around. A lot of dads from here bailed, went out west uh, to Alberta and out that way because that's where money was. Nova Scotia is, you know, one of the poorest provinces in Canada. It, the people leave here all the time. There's not a lot of jobs, um, just the way it is. So there'd be, you know, uh, I don't know, due to get a, a girl pregnant and get a guy pregnant. Um, a, a do we get a girl pregnant? I'm like, why? Well, either I'm just leaving because I don't want to deal with this, or I got to go make money, so I'm out. Um, so yeah, man, I, didn't, I grew up with a whole lot of people without dads. So when I... I've moved out of here and went to Toronto. It's very interesting to ha- to hang out with people who everybody had their dad. Like when I on my floor, I guess in residence in Toronto, everybody had a dad. So then they looked at me as if I was, you know, uh, that I'm the outside. They're like, "Oh, you didn't have a dad, really? Oh man, that sucks." You, people said it with your face. That sucks. I guess. I mean, you're you're coming at it from I had my dad, and if he wasn't there. That would have sucked, you know. But I mean, you can't really speak from somebody who, who didn't have a dad. You can't, you can't know how that was. But it's interesting. Growing up here, nobody had a dad really, so you could hang out with people and understand. You know, we all kind of, you know, went through the same thing. Going to a place where everybody had their dad, the land of uh, the land of dads, Toronto, Ontario. Well, at that time, college. Anyway, um, yeah, people looked at me like I was some kind of straight orphan. Um. But anyways, when I watch those prison things, those guys don't have dads, I'm like, oh man, when he's saying 
some of the feelings that man has. That's some of the stuff that I fucking grew up with here. Um, one thing, you know, it's weird, uh, not having a dad when I was in grade four, somebody talked about their other set of grandparents and I, I was completely blown away by that. I'm like, I, uh, what do you mean your other set? Who, who has two sets? What do you, the, the king of life? And like, you know, on, on this side, I'm like, oh, because I only know one. I had known one set. I thought only, I thought everybody only had one set. How the hell do you get two? I had no idea. So that was kind of a, not like a weird day, but I mean, that was a, you know, like, man, I got another set out there somewhere. Actually, my mom, um, so cool of her. I never really realized until later on, but when I was about 13, she took me to meet my dad's family. So his, you know, mom, his dad, uh, some brothers and sisters and cousins on that side and all that kind of thing, met them all, hung out for a day, and then at the end, my mom said, okay, so, you know, I wanted you to know that side, you've met them now, and now it's on you if you want to stay in touch with them. Um, And I chose not to because... I was like, man, they've known about me forever, like 13 years at that point. I, you know, I didn't know about them at all. I couldn't, um, and I was just like, man, if they wanted to reach out, I guess they could have at some point in time, and they just didn't, or whatever, I don't know. And also, I, I don't know, I, I was a pretty picky kid in terms of, uh, I, I, just sort of the way I've been brought up. Um, I guess that's one of the things of not having a dad. You can write people off pretty quick. Uh, if I, I, I sort of live with, um, people will leave, uh, at some point in time, so prepare for that, and if something does happen, I mean, that's, hang on, I don't know, me and a friend fall out or something, that, then, then that's what it was, um, I guess that's from not having a dad, I don't know, anyways, I chose not to kind of, uh, stay in touch with them, just because, it was like, I've gotten this far without, I mean, I don't know what, um, what I would really reach back for, so I didn't. Um, but I always thought that was cool with my mom. Like she kind of gave me that that option. So I met them anyway and kind of got a little bit of them. My dad's mom told me, you know, she showed me pictures of my dad. He he used to play baseball. Not like, he wasn't like Mike Piazza or anything. Um, I if my dad was Mike Piazza. That'd be awesome. I'd be like, dude, your video game, Mike Piazza's Baseball? Or what was it called? Piazza's Back? I don't know what it was. Um... Anyways, and then she was like, you know, your your dad loves you and all this kind of thing. And I was like, well, I, you know, I guess you can't really. He's not in a fucking internment camp. He's not a prisoner of war. Um, he's out around. Um, anyways, growing up, uh, other set of grandparents. I finally got to meet these people, and uh, and they were definitely another set of grandparents. They were on that. You know what I mean? Um, two sets. Figured out what that was. Um, yeah, it was weird. Growing up here, uh, no dads. So everybody was, like, overly aggressive. Uh, all the no dad people just walk around trying to be, you know what I mean? Fill that, fill that void with anger, I suppose. Which is, I mean, what I, what I did for, uh, a great stretch of time. Which is, I don't know. Again, when people are like, you've, you've turned out well, I don't really know how, I don't know what that, I don't know what that's. I, I don't I don't really know what that's supposed to be or what I'm supposed to do. Um but either way, it's an interesting thing. Okay, so growing up, uh when I grew up here, 
I I don't really drink now because growing up without a dad in Nova Scotia, I drank pretty decent amount when I was growing up. I mean, I started drinking when I was 13. Looking out this window, I can spot places that I have drank. Uh, first thing I ever got drunk on, Kahlua and Crown Royal. That is a real awful combination for a 13-year-old with a bike. Just biking up and down. We, we have a friend biked up and down our street in the middle of the road, 4 a.m. He went to his girlfriend's house at the time and just screamed at her window. He was like, you're a fuck. I, I think it was his ex at the time. And he's just screaming at her window and her mom comes out. She's like, get the hell out of here, Nick. I'm going to call the cops. Um, yeah, that was the first time I ever got drunk. Um, me and a friend, we, we used to babysit his his niece and they had Crown Royal there, and we just drink that and then fill it with water. I mean, it just completely watered down Crown Royal. We're loaded, taking care of a kid. Just a ridiculous thing. I had an ulcer growing up here at uh, 15 because I used to drink. Man, I used to drink like I'd get a quart. I don't know what it is where you're from. And I know in Ontario they say fucking 26er, which always offended me. Um, and I, it's a stupid thing to be offended by, but I was like, can, can you. Anyways, quarter rum, <clears throat> when I was like 15, I drink that to myself. Um, me and a friend, every Wednesday, called it Wasted Wednesday, I get drunk, get uh, go ba- uh, get drunk on Wednesday and then go to school the next day, and I'd be sitting in English class, uh, just, just completely torn up. And uh, my teacher, really cool, um, she was a really cool woman, but she'd come over sometimes... Or she came over once, I should say, at the end of a class. And she was like, Nathan, I know you're coming in here drunk. And I had to tell her, I'm like, I'm not coming in drunk. I'm just, like, still drunk from the night before. This was not... I didn't wake up today, start pounding alcohol. This was... This is from last night, madam. So please, get it together. But I had an ulcer uh, from just drinking a ton. Um, Yeah, I had to take these giant pills when I was... uh, When I was 15... Um, I remember the time the doctor was like, yeah, you have an ulcer. You should not drink, eat, you know, <clears throat> eat hot food, drink pop, any of that kind of stuff. And I kept doing it because, you know, I was like, whatever, man. I'm 15, 16. I don't give a shit. So I was still drinking rum. I would take these pills sometimes with rum. Just an awful, stupid thing to do. So my stomach's still kind of fucked up. I, I, I. It, it, uh, I'll talk about that in a second, but anyways, my, uh, yeah, my stomach's still kind of fucked up. Vite, like, really hot food, or even if I have a bunch of drinks now, like, I don't know, I kind of fucked it up for, uh, for a long time. These are the, these are the memories, uh, some of the memories I have of this place. Uh, this is what it makes me think of. I mean, I, I, great, the, all, all those were good times. I had good times during some of that stuff. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Um, growing up, also, I suppose that a dad got me to, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if it would have been different if I had a dad, but I I talk a lot. It's just the thing that I do, and that got me kicked out of uh, got me kicked out of school here, bunch of times, suspended, suspended a lot. I liked always. I liked being suspended sometimes because you just go, I, whatever, man. You're gonna send me home because I'm talking. All right, I'll go home then and hang. Play video games, whatever whatever I'm going to do. I thought that was weird. 
you get you get suspended for talking. Like you get kicked out for talking. School is just a weird little bot program where you just sit and stare and absorb. Um, and kind of it is. I realized my last year of school. I should say too, grown up. I I like early school, like junior high, even elementary. I would just skip school constantly. I skipped a whole lot of school. My friend would come over, and he'd be like, "Dude, you're gonna walk to school today?" It's like grade six, and that was when the Nintendo 64 was massive. So I'd look over at my TV, and I got Turok Dinosaur Hunter playing, and I just look back at him. It's winter, like it gets cold here, like tons of snow, and I'm just like, "Nah, man, I'm staying home." And I just play Turok all day. I still know the big cheat from Turok. The one that gets you all the Inframo, all the levels. NTH, GTH, DGD, CRTD, TRK. Get a copy of Turok Dinosaur Runner and a Nintendo 64. Put that code in, see what happens. Stands for on the eighth day, God created Turok. Yep. <sighs> that is a. That's a, a a video game cheat that will I will die knowing. I don't know why I've remembered that for 14 years or whatever it is, but uh, I have and I do. Um, anyways, I skipped so much school. Um, skipped a whole lot of school. Actually, okay, this, this is, here's a bunch of things that happened when I was here. So, used to drink a lot, and uh, my last year, uh, my second last year of school, I wasn't drinking. I started doing, I stopped, I stopped hanging out with like, I, I was, I was hanging out with, I was smoking a lot of weed and I was drinking and stuff and I was like, man, I don't want to do this. I seriously want to entertain people. It was ridiculous. That was the thought I had when I was like 16. I was like, I just want to make people laugh and shit. So I started doing improv in school and really, uh, uh, you know, uh, drama in school, um, Loved all that stuff, and that's what I started to do. I actually, it, uh, growing up as well, I got to stop saying growing up. You know what I'm talking about. Um, I was voted best dancer in my high school because I used to learn the moves from Michael Jackson videos and perform them at my school. That was uh, a thing I did before I started telling jokes and such. Realized as well, women like dancing a lot more than they do jokes. The women that come up to you, and I mean I was in school, but these are the I, it was it was in school, so these were women that I was attracted to, and it, it was the group, if that makes sense. But they're a lot better. They're a lot better than the ones that come up to you after comedy. Um, usually, the ones that come up to you after comedy are drunk and kind of whatever, and they—I they, don't know—they might have a plane to catch in an hour, and it's weird. Um, anyways, Dan, I should have kept with dancing. Is what I'm really saying. I should have never opened my mouth. Should have kept moving my legs. Who knows where I'd be right now? Um, anyways, so that I stopped. I, 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 but here's the thing: I can't stop talking. It's a thing that I do. So even when I wasn't drinking and all that kind of shit, sitting in class, and I'd ask a whole lot of questions. I'd ask questions about everything. Math, I got kicked out of a million times. I got kicked out of math so much that they stopped letting me go to math class, and I had to sit in the office and do my math there in front of the secretary and, like, students that came in. It just looked like a caged animal. Just some, like, you know, what did you do? You beat up somebody? You hit somebody with fucking brass knuckles? Nah, man. I asked the math teacher why we needed quadratic functions, and that's enough to go, get out. Because um, I would. I'd be like, why do we need quadratic functions? And she'd be like, just do them. I'm like, well, you know, look, I can't. That's not how this is going to work. I'm, a, I'm just asking. And I said, um, you know, that we should learn, like, how to budget a, a, a grocery bill. 
Because everybody, a lot of people that grew up here are broke. And fucking quadratic functions are not a thing you're going to goddamn well need. You know what I mean? But how to, how to take 20 bucks and make it last a week. Pow! That's the thing. So anyways, I got kicked out a lot. Canadian history, I got kicked out um, a whole lot. Um, There's actually one day in Canadian history. I, okay. There will be people in Canada that know. If you are not from Canada, you're listening to this. Uh, Canada has a history, and uh, sometimes we put it on film. And most of the time, it's one of the most boring things you'll ever watch in your life. Some dude making a birch bark canoe. And then, oh, Canada was founded on a on the back of a, a pumpkin. It's just, anyways. Canadian history one day, I completely fell asleep uh, watching one of these movies. Uh, got up to leave in the end of the class. My teacher goes, Nathan, come here. And he goes, look what I have here. He's like, I wrote it down. Every time you were talking, 242, Nathan talking, 243, Nathan talking, 247. And I was like, dude, look. Any other day, I'd go, you're right. I was talking through this whole thing. But today, bro, I fell asleep. I'm like, I know that's worse. That's a bigger infraction. But, I mean, get mad at me for that. Don't get mad at me because I was talking. I wasn't. Didn't believe me. I was like, dude, can you, can you, can you not maybe think that somebody else in this class of 30 is going to talk other than me? Fell asleep. Got sent to the office. Got kicked out of that class. So now I'm, I'm two classes down. I'm sitting in the office. Uh, I guess I'm like 17. Um, and one day, one faithful day, I'm sitting there doing my math homework in the office. Secretary looks at me and she goes, what do you think you're going to do with your life? <clears throat> and it's like, what? That's a weird. And she goes, well, you know, you're not allowed to go to math class. You have to do your math homework in here. She's like, is that really how you think you're going to amount to something? And I said, I'm like, you know, I'll take a lot of stuff from a lot of people, but this was unwarranted, unprompted. You're not in control here of anything. So I said, I didn't know there was a second vice principal here. I was like, why don't you just sit down, answer the phone, push your pencil. And, you know, that was kind of funny. 18? What was I? He's now 17? Anyways, she blew up. Gets the vice principal. The vice principal's like, Nathan, in my office. Now, I walk past the secretary, and no joke, she's dancing. She does this little jig. She's happy as hell that I'm going to the office. Swear to God. She's she's doing this little, like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Can't people in schools, and I mean, I'm sure not all schools are this way, but if you're in a school and you're talking to somebody who you think, I don't know, can you help people? Is there a way to, like, help a 17-year-old, 16-year-old? There's, You know there's weird shit going on at that fucking time. You gotta, you gotta try to get them in trouble, or be happy when they are, and then dance in their face. Anyway, so I go into the office, vice principal's like, look, you're kicked out of this class, you're kicked out of this class, you're expelled. So I got expelled from high school, uh, ah, man, what was it, like four weeks, four to, four to nine weeks, I don't remember the, uh, I think it was like four weeks, four to five weeks before the end of the year. Completely expelled, and, um... Uh, yeah, and the sad, I was in this play that I really wanted to do, and I just said to her, I go, look, man, I go, cool, kick me out of school, but it's like, can I can please do this play, it's in nine days, learned all my lines, I want to just play, she's like, no, 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 and she was screaming at me in this, uh, in the office, too, she, she started screaming about my mom, and she started talking about, she started talking about me not having a dad, this is kind of how I got into it, she started saying that that was part of the problem, <clears throat> I needed a I needed male influence in my life, and you're also like, you know, if that's true, I mean, why would you, why would you attack somebody for that? 
Do you know what I mean? You need male influence. Go fuck yourself. Why not? Hey, you might need this in your life. I don't know. Not be rude or angry at me. Anyway, so I got expelled. But here's the thing. She, so she's screaming at me, screaming at me in the office. And then when we come outside of the office, because I was like, can I talk to the principal? She said, no, no. She's just screaming at me. So when I get out of the office, <clears throat> then she puts on a little show and she's talking super quietly. She's like, okay, Nathan, so, you know, you understand that this is what has to happen because now there's people around. So now she's going to be toned down and, you know, and I said, <clears throat> I said, all right, well, this is ridiculous. I said, basically, I go, I'm going to call the principal. I'm going to call the school board. And fuck you. I'm like, this this is insanity that I'm being expelled for for talking or being kicked out of classes. People in my school that were fucking knocking people out in the hallways. Um, selling drugs in bathrooms. Uh, you know, bringing fucking weapons to school. And I'm the dude talking. Anyways, um, once I left... To her credit, good for you, vice principal lady. She called the cops and the school board, told them that I threatened her life. So when I called the school board, they were like, you can't be expelled for getting kicked out of class. I said, thank you. Then they called me back and they said, did you swear at her? And I said, well, yeah, I told them the story. And they go, well, that's it. And I go, what do you mean? And they go, that's it. That's all it takes. They were like, that's, that's what happens. Uh, so you are expelled and that's it. It's done. She had a cop come to my door, and he's like, is Nathan here? And I go, yep, that's me. And he just kind of looked at me, because I was a small kid, man. He looked at me, and he goes, I don't know what you did to that woman, but he goes, she's horrified of you. And I go, are you serious? Look at my wrists. I get, the, the, My hands can barely be held up by these arms. What am I going to do to her? And he's like, you know, she said you threatened her life. I'm like, threatened her life? Jesus. I said, fuck you. And then I got a report from her, seven pages, just all these lines that I basically screamed out of the office. I told her to go fuck herself. Said I was going to come back and kill her or some shit. So basically what she did, she took that one fuck you and spun it into a whole thing where then I had a peace bond put on me. I could not go within 200 meters of my school, and I was fully expelled that year. Congrats to that woman for that beautiful idea that she got. Uh, to make that happen, to make that a reality. And then the reporter kept saying that I didn't have a dad, and this is why I was troubled, and my mom wasn't around, and blah, blah, blah. And um, anyways, uh, I was expelled from school that year, so I had to go back and do uh, the last year again. And uh, I did learn that all you got to do to get through school is just shut your mouth. That's it. And But I, I don't say that in a way of, like, you should shut up. No, you should fucking talk. But these, a lot of these ignorant fucking prick teachers think that if you question them, you they lose all their goddamn authority. They're, they're the ones that are right about everything. Can you, shouldn't school be in place where people are talking? You're not really allowed to talk anywhere else. Nobody talks on the fucking bus, library. You, you, you know what I mean? I don't know. Um... Anyway, she made it so that I couldn't go back to school that year and that I had a peace bond put on me. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, yep, this is where I'm from. These are the the things that come back into my head when I uh, come back to this place. That that letter that I got from her, actually, it's like five pages. It's one of my most favorite things that I have on this planet. Uh, my expulsion letter with all these ridiculous, weird things in them, um, you know, Lies, just me saying I threatened her life. I didn't threaten anybody's life. Never threatened a soul's life. Um, and if you believe that, you're crazy. No, I'm serious. Never threatened anybody's life. Um, grew up here without a dad, and these are some of the things that happened due to that. 
Um, I do think it's funny, though, that not having a dad then became this thing. It's like, oh, God, he doesn't have a dad. Of course he's going to be a fucking troubled piece of garbage mutant. Um, I mean, there was a lot of problems with, like, me and my mom growing up. But I don't know. When I, early, early on, my mom put in a lot of good things that stuck with, uh, that made me a good human being. And uh, here we are. Yep. Well, I mean, uh, what else do I have to say about not having a dad? Didn't have a dad. Got expelled for it. <laughs> well, not really. I mean, here's the thing. Why can't you fucking talk? You can't talk. Uh, one of those teachers, too. I mean, I'll say. In Canadian history, I asked him one day what he did. Uh, he got really angry about that. Because all he did, he would, there was a Canadian history textbook. He'd hand it out to people, and he'd be like, okay, read chapter four, then get in groups and answer the questions. And I was like, well, what? I go, what do you do? And he goes, what do you mean? I go, well, you're just looking at a book. You don't have to do this here. You're not teaching us anything. I don't think I said you're not teaching us anything, but get out, Nathan. Go to the office. You can't question authority, man. Somebody's got power. That's it. That is it. That's why if you tweet at me, hey, bro, you suck. Go fuck yourself. Get off my Twitter. That's not true. I, I pretty much retweet anybody that says I'm garbage. So I think it's it's uh, I think it's funny, and mostly I'll always be nice to people because I don't really care. Um, I don't get a lot of that, but every once in a while you write something, and somebody's like, "This is the worst thing I've ever read." Thank you. Appreciate you reading it and taking the time to be a mutant. Um. So I guess at the end of this, Halifax, Nova Scotia is the city I grew up in. Not having a dad made me drink. Pretty early on. But then get to a point where, um, you know, ask a lot of questions at school and get goddamn well expelled. I don't know what life would have been like if I had a dad. I'll tell you this. I will say this. No joke. I, growing up without a dad and being, like, I don't know, came from a kind of fucked up situation. I wouldn't change any of it because I, I like where things are. I like the person that I've become. I like talking to people. I think people like me. Um... And yeah, I, I, even though I was expelled from high school, it's still one of, it's one it's my favorite thing on the planet. I love that letter. Um, so in summation, not everybody that doesn't have a dad is some kind of weird crippled mutant who's going to murder a gas station attendant and steal fifty bucks and end up in Canada or America's toughest prisons. You could not have a dad do something good. Barack Obama doesn't have a dad. Bill Clinton never had a dad. LeBron, there's a lot of good, uh, and people get, people gotta get over that, people get really sad, but you not having a dad, people just gotta get over that, we should all come together as one, try to raise each other, does that make sense, it doesn't, I'm rambling to myself in a goddamn hotel room, this has, uh, alright, this has been positive anger, um, I guess positively angry, angry today about not having a dad, um, angry not having a dad, turn it around positively, I guess, um, and that's it. Next week, I'm going to be back in New York with uh, John John, Sir John John, Sir, a.k.a. Dr. Daddy. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Um, talk to you again soon. Bye. Oh, yeah, I guess. NathanMcIntosh.com. Um, Twitter, at NathanMcIntosh. Again, you can also hear this on Swell Audio, Swell Audio app. That is basically a Pandora for podcasts. Check out Stand Up New York Labs. Stand Up NY Labs has so many podcasts from so many great people. Check them out. And if you're ever in New York, go by the club. Stand Up New York, great place. All right, bye.